your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to the Friday where I'm sure everybody has other plans, right? You're probably just driving somewhere. Oh, wait, we can't do anything. We have an outbreak of coronavirus. No celebrating. Fourth of July. No doing anything. Stay in your homes. I think there was a, we had a story on wisdomnews.com that said don't use, if you're going to use, uh, don't use fireworks. Use things like glow sticks instead to celebrate the fourth. And um, no going to, uh, no going out. Stay home. Are you going to do that? Is that what uh, everyone's plans are? Just kind of chill at home. And I, I did read somewhere that uh, like home fireworks. So if you go to the, obviously if you go to Walmart, right. Uh, and go, go buy those fireworks. They're up like 300% the sales for those things. So I'd imagine there's going to be a lot of people shooting off fireworks at home tonight. And tomorrow night. Which uh, my dog loves. I will say uh, neighbors sometimes shoot off some fireworks and it's not great. Not great for my dog. It's super annoying. I am not a fan of fireworks at all. Uh, going to firework shows, kind of kind of cool, I guess. Except that then nobody even watches fireworks anymore. We just hold our phones up and take videos of fireworks. And then if you you know enjoy social media... For the, like the next day and a half, all you see is people posting videos of fireworks, which nobody in the world is going to watch on purpose. Like maybe you accidentally stumble upon like, oh, there's a, okay, my friend, yep, they were at, and I don't care. I'm <laughs> swiping, you know, moving, moving along. I'm not going to watch you. So don't, if you're at a fireworks show, I don't know where there are. I'm, I imagine, uh, I think the. I was in West Salem last night. There, were, The Speedway was practicing. And then I heard fireworks probably right around the time they would be done with practice. Unless they're having some special event. I guess I didn't I didn't look. But uh, the, the Speedway had a fireworks show, I'm guessing. Or or some neighbor had a fireworks show right after uh, their practice. I'm going to look here quick because I don't know. Maybe they did have uh, something going on for the 4th. Uh, Saturday is the Freedom Car Show. That's on on the uh, schedule. Nothing. The schedule, maybe they update the schedule and delete what happened. So they didn't have anything from yesterday anymore. Um, or they done, never did. Because I usually have practice. But uh, there's a car show at the Speedway tomorrow. So I guess the uh, I guess that's okay. I think uh, the lacrosse loggers. Lacrosse loggers are having their home opener tonight. I think it's at 7.05. And I'm kind of, I kind of am confused about where we're at as a society, maybe as a world. I don't know. We we really can't figure out what we can and can't do. So professional sports can't figure out how to play. They've already figured out that we can't have fans at our games. So the NBA is going to play in a bubble. I think I don't know if it's a literal bubble, but they're just gonna, you know, they're gonna keep every everyone inside a facility, and I, there's no outside contact. I wonder. I, I haven't really looked into it, but that would be funny if they the court was just literally inside a bubble, and maybe if you, you, you know, you, you, the ball went awry, it would hit the edge of the bubble. But so the NBA is not having fans. The baseball is going to play regionally, and they're going to fly to their games, 
just going to be a regional type deal, but they're also not going to have fans. And I can see, I could see basketball being an it's indoor, right? Like unless you maybe play basketball outside, maybe do that. But ba- basketball is an indoor sport, so you don't want a bunch of people in an arena. Even if you kept it at capacity, you'd really have to limit how people would be set up inside there. And then what do you do? Do you do you have someone washing the toilets every time somebody sat down? So you have like an attendant in the bathroom? Like that sounds like an awful plan for that attendant. Like you would have to pay me $700 an hour to uh, sit and, and wipe down. Or you have people, you know, wipe down their own toilets. Uh, the, the, the state of Wisconsin did put up some uh, advice on their Facebook page, the lacrosse, the, uh, the, the state health page. On uh, on what to do if you have to go to the bathroom in public. Not feel like the uh, health department sometimes just don't have don't have better things to do. Like, do you really need to like inform us on how uh, to safely go to the bathroom in public? I don't know. I feel like we can figure that out. But but the idea of uh, you know having indoor arenas that's that seems seems like okay. We won't have fans there. But baseball, like we can't have fans out at a baseball game. We figure out how to how to get them into the stadium. Social like we're going to do this for voting. We've done this for protests. We've done this for all these other ways. We can't figure out how to keep fans get fans inside a stadium at a baseball game. I mean, the Miami Marlins they 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 have like seven hundred fans a game anyway. They're they're naturally social distance. The Brewers a little bit more popular, but like what do we do? Just go twenty five percent capacity and and. Uh, you know, like you can only buy tickets in pairs or something and you block off every two rows. I mean, it doesn't seem like that hard to go watch a baseball game. All of this is about money, right? Like we want the TV money, not we, but like the people that own baseball and the NBA. They want to get these games on TV because they have giant like billion and trillion dollar contracts for this stuff. I don't know if they're trillion, but uh, but we can't... Uh, I just feel like baseball games would be the easiest of the sports because some of them teams aren't very popular anyway, right? Like nobody's going to a Detroit Tigers game. A lot of people would go to a St. Louis Cardinals game. So um, with that, the loggers playing tonight, and it was a little bit contentious between the loggers and uh, Jen Rambalski, the Lacrosse County Health Director. She had a, a little uh, one of those press briefings, or I, I would I would say it's a press briefing, but it's a, like a public briefing too. And I'm looking at the loggers page because they posted the other day. Did they take it? Oh, there it is. Okay. So, yeah, Jen Robalski had talked about having the loggers play and wasn't all that excited about it going down. So the loggers play tonight at 7, first home opener. They're 2-0. They've they've played two games in uh, Rockford, Illinois. But uh, – she she just wasn't she wasn't excited about having you know as as cases surge in lacrosse, uh, we'll find out in a little bit. Um, I think we had 15 more cases today, but if you look at wisdomnews.com, the case count is on there. But we Rambalski just she kind of she kind of let the loggers have it in her in her own little way, just not not very not very happy that we're having home games as, as cases surge. And and she said that the, the loggers weren't abiding by all the recommendations from the health department. So she said, this is what she had to say, really. I am concerned about it. I'm concerned about the speedway. I'm concerned about any activity that 
brings folks together in, um, even though it's an outdoor space, those are not in alignment with our current recommendations. So the difference here, the, you know, the, when the protests happened a couple of weeks ago, we were, we were okay with that. The, the idea was that we were, first of all, we weren't, we didn't have 20 cases a day. We had 15 K, you know, we're not, we weren't at that level back then. And, uh, I think that the health department even posted like, you know, racism or, you know, and something in that regard was a, was a health problem. And, they, they kind of were promoting the idea of protesting as something that needed to be done. But now baseball games can't be done. Circumstances a little different. More cases, a lot more cases. No, not a lot more hospitalizations, which is always important, right? But um, the idea of having baseball in town, just something that, that she she didn't think should, should happen at all. Um, she had, she also had, uh, let's see if I can find it. She also had this to say. Our environmental health staff have spoken with those at the loggers and you know, we've tried to tell them what we would want to see them doing. They did some of those recommendations, not all. So in response to that, the GM for the lacrosse loggers, Ben Kapanke, he posted uh, on Facebook in response to the health department yesterday, this was uh, this was yesterday, so a couple days ago, uh, I would set the record straight and address the things the loggers are doing to ensure safety of all fans choosing to come to the games this summer on their own free will at Copeland Park. Uh, temperature checks for staff, players, and fans when they come into the park, so you get your temperature checked. Uh, all the players have been tested for the virus, so that's good. 50% capacity to allow fans to social distance. Um, so the the capacity of the stadium is going to go from three thousand to fifteen hundred. Uh, the food and beverage staff and the the staff that interacts with fans is going to be wearing masks. How about we just not have staff interacting with fans? Can we just do that? How about we just don't have food and beverage? I don't know. Like have have like a water station somewhere where people can get water, but you know maybe just eliminate that. Uh, fifteen hand sanitizer stations around the ballpark and enhanced signage, video board messages, and PSAs about concerns and inherent risk. So while you're trying to enjoy a baseball game, up on the video board, they're going to be playing messages on how, how to stay safe from the virus, which is a little bit ironic. I think that's I think that's kind of funny. Um, but in terms of of testing, that was that was kind of interesting to see that all the players have been tested because at Rumbalski at this meeting a couple of days ago. Uh, she said that we can't, like as, as county residents, so I'm not a county resident, so I wouldn't be able to get tested at the, at the county site anyway, but residents aren't able to get tested in the area even if they've, they've come into to contact with people. So while, while baseball players are able to get tested, however they're doing that, I'm not really sure. I didn't ask the loggers, so I'm a little naive here as to how you guys, how are you guys testing everybody? Because if I'm, let's say I'm here at work and, um, Grant and WKTY is not here today, but say Grant gets sick with the virus, and me and Grant, you know, we chit chat daily. Uh, it's not like we're 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 right in each other's faces, like I kind of stand in the doorway and talk to him, or vice versa. But if he comes down with the virus, and then I'm, you know, I've been in close contact with him, but I haven't shown any symptoms. I I I go to the health department or wherever I, I'm going to go and and say, hey. I don't have symptoms, but I was 
you know, I've been talking to this guy for a couple of days and who knows how long he's had the virus. Cause you, you know, you get it and then you don't show signs of it for a couple of days. And then, uh, I should, can I get a test? And they'll be like, sorry, too many people are getting tested. We don't have, we don't have the capacity apparently. We don't currently have capacity to support that need. I do know of at least one situation where someone was told from a disease investigator at the state that they could get tested even if they weren't symptomatic. And that isn't the reality locally. So locally, if you're, a, if you're asymptomatic, but you've come into close contact with somebody that's been tested, you're not getting a test. But baseball players are because we got to play baseball. Also, like we're putting a risk, we're putting these, while professional sports who, who get paid, you know, at least, at least hundreds of thousands of dollars to play the sport, right? And, and they haven't figured it out yet. In college, you know, college baseball canceled its season. Nothing really has changed. We're, we're making a little bit of progress, but we don't have a, you know, a cure for the virus. We don't have a vaccine for the virus. Uh, some treatments, we're starting to, to figure out if, if some treatments are working. Uh, you can read about all kinds of players that, that contract the virus. I'm talking about professional players here, so people in their prime, uh, you know, when it comes <laughs> to health, you know, I'm, I'm thinking these people are at the, at the top 1% of the 1% of people that are in shape, and they come down with a virus. And uh, I think I was talking to my friend the other day who's a Broncos fan, though I don't know if Von Miller, he's one of the best defensive ends in the NFL, uh, he got the virus, and he's he he was having lung issues after the fact. And there's a lot of this happening where you, you know, you 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 may not die from the virus, and you may recover from it, but you don't totally recover. There's things that happen. So while professional athletes don't want to put their you know livelihoods on the line at this point, get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to do this, college athletes at loggers games are are going to go ahead and and keep on keep on playing. Uh, pros can't figure it out, but uh, you know these these uh, local baseball teams with you know college players, you know that 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 may may not have an, a professional career on the line at this point. So maybe they, you know, they just want to play baseball, but they're putting you know their their ability to to play maybe next year at college, uh, you know, to some to some risk. Uh, it's just it's just a little bit funny, and then you got to wonder how. When, when baseball talks about uh, how they're going to get these players to and from games, right? They're going to fly to each city. Uh, basketball has eliminated that, right? Like they don't want bas- basketball teams. NBA has eliminated the ability to have to go to different arenas. They're all going to play in a bubble. So they're just going to live there for however many months. Uh, baseball is going to fly. Well, how are the loggers? Uh, how did they get to Rockford? Did they all take cars? Did they take a big bus? Are you putting the whole team on a bus? I, I don't know. I just I would say the smart thing to do was probably have like everyone drive themselves or have roommates drive themselves. And um yeah, it just seems like there's so many so many twists and turns to this thing. Uh but on again, I will say it doesn't seem like if you can keep the players safe somehow, I don't know I don't the the the, the biggest issue to me looks like driving to and from games. You know, as long as if if they're all just getting in their own cars and driving to the games, which would kind of suck, and, and you know, the the idea of having like twenty cars drive to Rockford to to the game, but that's going to keep the team safe because you don't want to the whole team on the bus because then the whole team gets the virus, right? And then it's over, your season's over. 
Um, so I'm, I'm guessing that's what they do. I, I honestly don't know. But once you do that, and then, you know, uh, are the players going to be wearing masks in the dugout? Because that seems like a, a smart thing to do. Because if one player is asymptomatic and they're all in the dugout, I understand the dugout's open. But, you know, I turn to my right and talk to my teammate in the dugout. I'm sitting right next to him. I think uh, wearing a mask would probably be the smart thing to do. Just kind of wonder about, you know, how, how all those little things are, are going are gonna to go. So, all right, we're going to take a, a quick break, and, and we'll be back after this. I'm Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here, 608-785-7914. Friday's always kind of, I feel like a lot of people are just doing other things on Friday. So it's kind of all me. But Jesse did text in. I was talking about the lacrosse loggers. And I, I don't want to call it a fight, but they're kind of fighting with the Lacrosse County Health Department. Rambalski said essentially that we shouldn't be having things like baseball games and things like uh, races at the Speedway in West Salem, uh, gatherings, Fourth of July gatherings, right? We're, we're, we've canceled the Skyrockers event. Uh, Gilliam, the, the fire chief, was in here yesterday, was not literally in here, but he was on yesterday and said, you know, he had to, you know, I have what he said, actually. It was kind of a, kind of an interesting quote from Gilliam yesterday I'm, I'm on the idea that we can't have the Skyrockers today. This is, this is what Fire Chief Ken Gilliam said yesterday on the show. It, this is a tough year and COVID sucks. You heard the Fire Chief say it. I had to deny a few permits that broke my heart. I love the Skyrockers. I, I love fireworks shows. We unfortunately weren't allowed to have large gatherings. We just decided collectively that a fireworks show isn't going to do any good of not getting 10,000 people down in Riverside Park. It, this is a tough year and COVID sucks. That that says it all right there, right? That's that's all Gilliam had to say, right here. It, this is a tough year, and COVID sucks. We can all agree on that. I, I love that you, you listen to to the station, you know, during during the day, maybe, and and you hear like the idea that maybe one side wants the virus and the other side of the aisle, right? It doesn't want the virus. We can all agree that Ken Gilliam. We can all agree with Ken Gilliam. I think on on this. This is a tough year, and COVID sucks. I will not agree, though, on Ken Gilliam. Uh, you know what he said right after that. It's a tough year, and COVID sucks. You heard the fire chief say it. You heard the fire chief say it. Ken Gilliam speaking. Is that third person, or if he doesn't use his own name, is it you know fourth person? How does that work? But uh, talking in the third person there, I, and I didn't catch him. I didn't call him on it. I wish I would have. Um, but yeah, Ken Gilliam's right. COVID sucks. They, it sounds like they, they couldn't grant the permits because if you grant the permits for the Skyrockers, then a, then a fireworks show is going to happen. And, you know, if you want to talk to an environmentalist about fireworks shows happening and all that crud going into the air and all that crud falling into the ground and into the Mississippi river, you can do that. But the idea here is that if the fireworks show happens, People are going to go to Riverside Park. People are going to go right up on the Blue Bridge and, and just congregate up there next to each other. And, and like, how awesome is it, you know, for those that love fireworks to watch it from the bridge right there? Um, but that we can't grant the permit because then people are going to congregate. And Ken Gilliam works for the city. The city is also, you know, trying to abide by what the county health director is saying. So, they're, they're not trying to start a fight like the loggers and the county health director, right? 
And not that they're actually fighting, but I think the loggers were mad that Jen Robalski said we shouldn't be having things like baseball games. And the loggers are like, hey, we're going 50% capacity. We've got everyone on the team tested. And what else you want us to do? You know, And they're doing other things too. But just got to got to fight with somebody and I, I i don't know where i sit with uh with having baseball games i, I feel like it's funny that the, the pros can't have it but the loggers can the pros aren't going to have fans but the loggers are going to have fans and i think maybe the the issue there is like we we can't we can't trust people so much as to to stay stay safe or whatever uh go to the phones eric from Sparta is calling in eric go ahead yeah uh anybody who goes any uh um, um, organize or uh, exhibition that doesn't stay with their own family and around other people without a mask. These people are damn fools, and I know they're gonna get sicker than hell because of this plague we have on us. You must, must, must wear a mask anywhere you go. I go to Walmart, people go in there, there's so many people walking in that place without a mask, even the whole family, little kids go in that place. I drive through there. I, I, I go there. I will not go anywhere without a mask around people. Anywhere. Especially gas stations. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the call, Eric. Uh, you know, another another call. Uh, nope, they just dropped. You want to call back? Go ahead. I'll put you on if you call back in the next minute. But, uh, yeah, that that was the other issue I have is that our players in the dugout wearing masks? I understand you're not going to wear a mask out in the field. You don't really have to, and it would be just, it, I don't know if you're, you know, it's baseball. Like, you run every, you know, once every maybe inning. So the outfielder runs down a fly ball once in a while. <laughs> so maybe he can wear a mask. And then when the wear a mask until the ball's hit. Uh, should the first baseman wear a mask because he's holding a guy on first when a guy comes up to bat or when a guy gets on first? I don't know. It seems kind of funny. But, uh, yeah, we're to the point now where probably if you're going somewhere, wear a mask. It's kind of inconsiderate to those that are working, right? Like people at Cook Trip are, are working, right? They're wearing a mask to keep the you safe. <laughs> the least you could do is wear a mask to keep them safe. And I hate it when I, even if I, I, I mean, I, and I'll be honest, I've gone to the gas station and go, crap, I, I forgot my mask. You know, like I wash it. I have a cloth mask, so I wash it once in a while. And, and then it's, you know, I forget it at home. So then I, I put my shirt over my, my nose just to, uh, to kind of be considerate. I'm only going to be in there for like a, a minute anyway. I try to get in and out of those gas stations uh, the fa- as fast as I can just because I feel bad for, for everyone that's that's got to work and put up with our, our stupid stupidity. Uh, we'll go to the back back to the phones. Uh, caller, who's this? Hi, Heidi. <coughs> yeah, go ahead, Heidi. You're on the air. Okay. Um, I heard on the uh, on I can't remember what station I was watching, but I heard an ER doctor two nights ago talk about the actual definition of pandemic and the issue of masks. And he said that the masks aren't really going to do anything, really. And he said we have to face it that about 50% of the population will contract the virus and the results of those 50% will be the same as far as death rate and intensity, but that's the way it goes. And his opinion was that herd immunity is not being allowed to take place and it's going to be worse 
he said the way that everybody was shoved indoors in New York expanded their situation, and if that's done again, um, that it will make things worse. All right. Heidi, thanks for the call. I got another call. Caller, who's this? You're on the air. Hello? 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 Okay, you're you're not in the air anymore. Sorry. It's all the time. <laughs> I got to take a break. We'll be back after this. I was <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. If you want to get in here, 608-785-7914 is the talk. And text line, if you want to text, I'm just kind of perusing the Facebook page. It's always fun to, if you're writing something, as a journalist, if I'm writing something, I, sometimes I don't want to read the comments because there's a very small percentage of people that are commenting on, on stuff or even seeing certain articles. But uh, the... Uh, I just wrote up the, our conversation yesterday with Fire Chief Ken Gilliam and, and posted it. And uh, one comment on the idea that we, we, you know, Gilliam, as I played just before, Gilliam saying that he was disappointed. He had to cancel the permit for the Skyrockers and we're not going to have fireworks in town in that regard anyway. Uh, but some of the comments, uh, one person says a lot of communities are still doing them and people can sit in their cars and watch the fireworks. Who's who wants to sit in their car and watch fireworks? Are you kidding me? You gonna stick your head out the window? It's pretty hot out too. I feel like it would be very uncomfortable. And then what, just have your car running maybe to, to alleviate the the heat. Nobody's sitting in their cars. Yeah, you could you could sit out in your lawn if you owned a house. But uh, you know, I don't I don't think I'm gonna see the fireworks in Riverside Park from my house, 15 miles away. So I would have to come to town, and then what I'm going to do? I'm going to park, park at the Wisdom Studio, or park in front of the Wisdom Studio, and sit in my car and watch the fireworks. Uh, another comment. This is funny. Why couldn't they just have the the fireworks in the Menards parking lot? <laughs> in terms of, uh, yeah, uh, Menards, Walmart, one of those parking lots, right? We're safe there. Uh, it's super funny. Anyway, um, all right, I got a couple of calls here. Number three's calling in. Number three, you're on the air. Go ahead. Why don't you go rent a canoe and go down a crater island? No. What are you doing? No, I don't want to. There's all kinds of people there. I are, and I oh, have a kayak. The, there'll be a lot of fireworks down there tonight and tomorrow. Oh, you think? Yeah, I guess I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Crater Island. It's just unless I was the only person there, then I'd be all right with it. I, I like to go by it once in a while. That's it. Yeah, anyway, that's cool. I'm calling to tell you that keep your powder dry tomorrow night now, okay? Well, I probably at some point will have to put the dog in the car and go for a drive because she's going to freak out from neighbors firing fireworks. Why don't you get the dog some earmuffs? Um, I've, I, she still hears them. I've, I've tried even, hears. you know, like there's no remedy for it. They can hear everything. I mean, she hears like thunder from miles away and freaks out. Okay. So. All right. Well, the dog the dog is smart then. It hears that. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, you keep your powder dry. I wanted to tell you that before I left. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call. Going down to Riverside to, to look at the fireworks tonight. Oh, they, okay. Well, good luck with that. Bring I some. Know, and I'm going to leave my wife's car run so it's cool inside. Yeah. Bring some snakes so you can, you know, so you have some fireworks to play with. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Ten four. All right. Bye. Um, yeah, it's always, it, it just sucks. The fireworks suck for my dog. It's probably why I don't care about fireworks. I'm just not a big firework guy anyway, but, um, the last, it was like two or three years ago. I took the dog. It wasn't hot out. 
So I'll put that, say that first and foremost. But it was it was pretty late, uh, maybe like eight nine o'clock, maybe like nine o'clock, and took the dog. We went for a drive because she was freaking out with the fireworks. And in the car, we're good. And I think we ended up in on Alaska. I think I had to stop somewhere, so I think I stopped at Kohl's or something. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be all right. And I run into the store, and then I hear fireworks. Somebody's shooting fireworks off in the Kohl's parking lot. So taking that commenter's, you know advice and just having the fireworks show in the parking lot so then i'm like oh my god so i run out of the store and jump back in the car and we off we go uh she's good to go in the car there's no fireworks she's not even she doesn't even care about fireworks on the tv so i don't i don't know i don't know what her deal is i know what her deal is is when i built a deck when i first moved into my house we built a deck and you had to use a like a shotgun nailer to put nails into the concrete base of the of the house to for the studs or whatever and she did not like that when she was a puppy and that ptsd from there on out um all right i think heidi's calling calling back uh heidi you're back on the air go ahead yeah i just wanted to finish what i was saying before um yeah i got it you so much there's been so much mixed information on all sides so you're a you're a person that doesn't wear a mask in public is that what we're, we're getting at I don't wear a mask in public. I'm forced to wear one at work. My face is broken out. My face is steamed up and hot and sweating. And I breathe in all the crap on my mask all the time, daily, and at my job at night. I have two jobs, by the way, Yeah. um, because I'm trying to work. And you know what? I I really, truly feel that um, those are bacteria collectors. Are you are you cool sense. with like nurses and doctors not wearing masks while they perform, you know, while they're well, while they're at work? Not because they always have. There's nothing new about that. They always have. So why can't you but wear a mask? Is, the difference is is that that you're getting zits on your I, face? I I do believe that there is validity to herd immunity. I mean but we don't have a we don't have a vaccine. I heard somebody say, I Heidi, Heidi, we can't have a vaccine. I'm going to talk about herd immunity. We can't have herd immunity without a vaccine. <laughs> like we're just all going to get the virus. Uh, all right, Eric's calling back. Go ahead, Eric. Uh, one more time. I got a couple things. Uh, first of all, Jen Rambalski, Listen to her. She tells you what's going on, and she knows what's going on. She's a health professional. Uh, a lighter side. Uh, uh, during tomorrow night's uh, fireworks session, I was wondering if I walked out my back door and uh, took a, one of my AR-15 and put blanks and shot that in here. Would that be illegal? Um, I don't know. What's the what's the rule on shooting? I feel like you can't shoot your gun. They're in blanks. Town. They're blanks. They're blanks. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think that. Um, I don't know. But I don't. I don't think you can do that, Eric. I wouldn't suggest it. Well, I've done it before, but I don't think I'll do it tomorrow, but I won't do it before. I got all kinds of firecrackers on. I don't even think I could light those off. I'd certainly get arrested. The blanks are kind of a, a gray area, I would but, think. But well, anyway, Eric, what's anyway, the... Thanks, Rick. Thanks, man. Oh, okay. He didn't want to talk to me. Um, no, if fireworks are illegal, Eric, then you shooting blanks out of your AR-15 is kind of the same deal. They're just make they're like big, loud noisemakers. Um, <laughs> no, don't go... <laughs> don't go out your back door with your AR-15 and start shooting blanks into the air. No. (laughs) I guess go out to rural, go outside of city limits maybe and and shoot your AR-15 even if it's got blanks in it. Man, that's funny. 
Um, all right, I gotta, I gotta re, I gotta regroup. I gotta take another break. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. Hey, take a, take a time out there. Eric from Sparta wanting to shoot AR-15 out his back door for celebrate fourth. I don't know, honestly. Like, if you, I don't know if, if you could do that in Sparta, Eric. Even if they are blanks, I, I feel like if you're in town, that's probably not the greatest idea. Uh, in lacrosse, Ken Gilliam on yesterday, he's kind of just giving it to us straight, you know, what you can and can't do. Um, I think this is the quote. In a nutshell, anything that leads to the ground is illegal. So sparkler snakes, little things spinning on the ground, I think you're okay. You got the uh, Clark Rearswolds out there with bigger is always better. And uh, pretty soon you've got our near Skyrocker show going off on a suburban cul-de-sac. No Skyrocker show on your cul-de-sac. Pretty much what Ken Gilliam said. He didn't know exactly the fine, and I couldn't find it because I was just looking at old stories, and the fines kind of varied from from year to year. So, so the idea that he said between one hundred fifty and two hundred bucks was the fine if you got caught, you know, shooting fireworks in town in the city of Lacrosse. Don't know about the county, um, but you know, not. Not not something you really want to you want to do, and just don't just don't shoot fireworks. Everyone's got dogs. <laughs> no no dogs like fireworks. Um, I did t- I did put a story up too on on wisdomnews.com about the uh, the lacrosse watch force. I didn't want to bug police right before the Fourth of July about this, but it would be it will be interesting. I, I'm hoping to to talk to somebody or at somebody in the newsroom maybe uh, just about this lacrosse watch force these signs that went up on area businesses i talked about this at the beginning of yesterday's show um and the idea that they like of all the people that we're gonna to go after here these uh all the sign in all caps and and centered centered on the piece of paper uh kind of going after homeless people it's just oh it's just kind of annoying like, why are we going? They're they're homeless. They're are you mad at them because they're at the park? Like, where do you want them to go? Apparently, they want them to go to the village shopping center. And uh, so, so otherwise, that's the that's the only place they're going to be safe from lacrosse watch force, who's who's posted signs like around area around downtown lacrosse saying that they uh. They're going, we will call the cops for all and any, not any and all, but all and any homeless or suspicious looking people. Man, I wonder if it was a busy day that day for the police. Any, what, what does a suspicious looking person look like? Do they look homeless? I don't understand. <laughs> why, why the affiliation there? Why, why those two types? Um, and then they say, please relocate to the village shopping center. On the north side of Lacrosse, Lacrosse, one word, two, in all these posts. Uh, this will be the only way to stop calls to the police. I just, and then uh, we will record and take pictures of all suspicious activity, anything vagrant related, anything vagrant. There's no punctuation here, so it's kind of hard to read. We will take, we will, re, we will record and take pictures of all suspicious activity, anything vagrant related, and turn it over to the police. Well, I guess, yeah, anything suspicious. Uh, they, they cite statue 947.01. Not statute, but statue. It's kind of goofy. Uh, 
<laughs> Gary says, have a good, Gary Podesky texts in says, have a good Fourth uh, of July with Millie. <laughs> have a good time driving around while fireworks are going out. Uh, anyway, I think uh, Eric, Eric's from Eric's back. I don't know if he wants to talk about his AR-15s anymore. Eric, Eric, what do you got? Uh, about dogs. I was going to a girl 20 years ago. She had a dog. Her name was, uh, I forget now exactly. But every, when the thunder and lightning went off, well, she was scared to death. Then when fireworks came around, she was shaking like a leaf. She was literally shaking, shaking, shaking. You could not get her, get her up. You could not calm her down until they're gone. I, I, just, I understand how it affects animals, and not dogs especially. But anyway, sorry about it again. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, I, I think I think most people with dogs uh, understand that Fourth of July is like the worst of the the holidays. Uh, last thing I want to talk about the uh, the Washington Redskins announced today. The Redskins—that's their team name. <laughs> They're going to undergo a quote thorough review of the team's name. Uh, that's what a source told the NFL's uh, Mark Mask. His name is Mark Mask of the Washington Post. Not the NFL. The NFL told Mark Mask. Uh, the review comes the day after FedEx, which owns the naming rights of the stadium, asked the team create a new nickname. And Nike removed all the Washington professional football team gear from its website. That's what I call the, the, the you know, skins. <laughs> So, so kind of funny how that works, right? The FedEx threatens, you know, well, they didn't threaten, but they said, hey, we own the naming rights of your stadium. Change your team name. Nike takes their gear off its website. And the next day, the Redskins announce they're going to undergo a thorough review of the team's name. What's, what, what you, what's a thorough review? Like, change your name. It's a racist name. Like, what are you doing? It's not that hard. Just change the name. I don't know. Take a take a poll and figure out what what the the new name should be. Uh, I I think uh, I saw on social media somebody said they should be called the 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 gerrymanders, <laughs> something like that. Um, I don't know if Washington's gerrymandered the D.C. district anyway. Uh, FedEx was one of three sponsors to receive a letter signed by 87 investment firms and shareholders asking them to cut ties with the team unless it changes its nickname. So we got to ask all these billionaire companies to stand up for what's right in order to get the racism out of our, our nation. That's what we're, that's what we're hoping for. Man, the Redskins. How are you still called the Redskins? How, how, why were you ever called that, that name? I, it's hard not to say it, and I feel I cringe every time I kind of say it, but uh, just super, super goofy that that's, that's where we're at. Like, we, we, we have to fight over this, this mascot name. What mascots are going down next, I wonder? Fighting Irish, Notre Dame, right? That's probably got to be one. I mean, we can go to the other side of the spectrum and, and say, like, the fight in Irish could probably, we could just make it the Irish, I guess. It would be funny if uh, we started uh, pulling, if uh, billionaire corporations started pulling uh, advertising from Notre Dame because they want the fight in Irish name changed. Dallas Cowboys, should we change the Cowboy team name? Is that Cowboys don't 
don't want to affiliate because the Cowboys are just terrible, right? Like you just don't want to be affiliated with that team. All right, so I think that's 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 pretty much all I got for today. I I I, I was you know I started the show talking about the loggers and and they're playing their home opener tonight at seven oh five. I don't know how they're doing tickets. If it's like, like obviously it's like fifty percent capacity, so fifteen hundred people. It's kind of hot out to go watch. I don't necessarily like going to watch baseball games, period. But when it's really hot out, like I, that's the last thing I want to do. Um, but you know, the idea that the the health director and the loggers are kind of feuding a little bit. Feuding is probably like more a, too too strong of a word, but. Yeah, the idea that the health director of the county doesn't want the loggers to be playing right now because we've had a surge in cases, and the loggers are like, "Hey, we're doing you know some things that we apparently didn't take all the recommendations of the county." But um, I was kind of wondering, like, if the county is mad. I, I wonder. I'm going to drive by in a minute, but is the farmers market at Cameron going on today, or have we ever canceled the farmers market because of the surge in cases? Um, is the health the county health director? advising that we stop doing stuff like that like farmers markets kind of wonder all right that's all i got thanks guys for listening have a great fourth of july weekend